yeah, the podcast is great. Like, congratulations on this new adventure and beginning. I am so happy for you and so proud. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) You've come such a long way. (laughs) I'm getting a bit emotional. It's so Oh, my God. I just miss you so much. Welcome to Lizzie's a Jet. I, I was thinking of starting a YouTube project this year because yes. I, have, I have a few friends that are in entrepreneurship. Like yes. they started new businesses because of COVID and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I can't meet them in person and I don't want mm-hmm. to use Zoom. Like I want to see them person in person. It looks more like a natural interview to me than being online. Yeah, I'm still planning that project to be recorded next year instead because of covid obviously and so when i actually switch over to youtube i swear they would be like yeah let's do youtube or something right will will you become a youtuber i probably probably, i mean i have an account so probably i am a youtuber well you are Um, a youtuber yeah you do have an account (laughs) that's true yeah Yeah, Yeah. i mean whatever makes you comfortable i mean it definitely takes a lot of um a lot of balls (laughs) i wish there was another expression a lot of courage So this week, I've invited my high school best friend, Lola. So uh, I've been friends with Liz ever, it seems like. And um, well, we've always, <laughs> Liz and I have had a lot of library dates, mm-hmm. studying for exams and whatnot. Uh, I am a trained criminologist, and I come from the University of Liverpool, fresh out of the university. Yeah, congrats. And uh, thanks and congratulations to you too. And uh, <laughs> well, right now, unfortunately, because of the COVID, we're just waiting for news for jobs or masters. In the meantime, I am honing my love for the arts. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to share something about what uh, what's kind of recent for me. Mm. So for me, um, because I don't like I've left Hong Kong to study in the UK for six, like five years, six years now, and mm-hmm. um, it feels really weird um, trying to meet new pe- people or friends in the city, like back in Hong Kong, because. Um, mm-hmm. most of my friends, like most of my close friends are either going to stay abroad or they haven't come back yet. So I don't have much people to meet. And I felt really like lonely because I don't have someone mm. to turn to, you know, like in the city. Like if I was in the UK, it'd be like, so much easier for me to reach out to my friends. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I've been meeting a lot of new people. Yeah. Um, How's that been for you? Did you, are you enjoying meeting new people? Um, it's interesting. I would say um, I've certain that I've met a lot of new people that um, I wouldn't have been able to meet them in the UK. And also, um, yeah, it's it, it feels weird because 
I've never had this like bonding thing or like making friends thing as a problem. But it feels yeah. like I'm moving to another city right now. So yeah, it's weird. But like you know, like um, when you meet someone for the first time, your gut feelings or your first impressions do um, tell you what yeah. type of person they are. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think everyone has that gut feeling, a gut feeling. I assume that um, some people don't want to listen to their guts because of like what they see. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I think it's very important to, to trust your gut instinct <laughs> when you first meet people, anyone, like people, of course, because your gut always knows that's the thing. It's like the and, sixth sense, right? Yeah. It is. It is. And that's the thing about having a sixth sense is that you either listen to it or you don't. Mm -hmm. And in some situations, sometimes a person can, can, show, can show something that your gut says otherwise. For example, a person can be like very sweet, very charismatic, very nice. But your gut is telling you otherwise, but you won't listen to your gut because you're like, no, I mean, this person is good, they're nice, they're, they're sweet. And uh, then your gut tells you to run and you don't run and then you pay afterwards. Um, but I think, it's, I think that's just a very common issue that humans face, I think. Mm -hmm. Is it more like a, it's, I, it, it helps you decide whether to get close or distance from a person? based on your first mm. impression or gut feeling. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. do you have like certain experiences where your gut feeling tells you this person, nah, but then you find out more about that person later on and you realize sometimes your gut feeling isn't the best person you could, uh, or the best, you know, advice that you should turn to? Or your gut, oh, oh yeah, yeah. There's been plenty of times where my gut was completely wrong about, about an individual. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a lot about gut, like gut feeling and also about first impressions because, you know, has it ha I'm sure that maybe it's happened to you or, well, to anyone a couple of times where you meet someone for the first time, but maybe you're not feeling well, you're not really feeling into it. So you act, you act very like, uh, you, you don't act like yourself, like very cheerful. You, you act very uh, moody and whatnot. And then the other person might get the impression that you are a moody, sad individual. Mm -hmm. When in reality, that night you just weren't feeling, you weren't feeling it, and you were not feeling like talking to anyone. Mm -hmm. So there's been plenty of times where my gut has been wrong, and um, also many times where I haven't heard about like what, what I haven't paid attention to my own intuition. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you feel um, that your gut actually is kind of reliable in some certain. Like turn. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a 50-50 because um, for me, my gut is quite, I have quite strong Feeling. intuitions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I, I can't stay here, stand here and say, oh, my gut feeling is like it's 50-50. No, I mean, it's been correct for most of the times. And then there's obviously been those times where I was wrong about a person, you know, and um, sadly you need to learn from those experiences, even if they hurt. You know, many people I've encountered, I have to let go, friends and otherwise. And it's just, um, I mean, that's kind of how, how life is really mm -hmm. at a certain point. So, um, yeah, it's just a part of growing up and a part <laughs> of, uh, 
of just experiencing life, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, it does definitely happen to me. Do you think? Okay, for like, so some people listen to their heart. Some people listen to their mind, right? Um, yeah. How do you feel those gut feelings? Like when you, you know, like when you fall in love, do you trust your mind more <laughs> or do you trust your heart more? You know, it's like it's a struggle. Oh, I feel. yeah. Oh, goodness. It is a struggle. Um, well, when it comes to love in particular, um, I have very, very limited experience. Um, but from how, how I know that I react is uh, first impression is counts always for me. So if this person has a good first impression, then I'm instantly going to be, um, I'm instantly going to like that person. You know, the attraction phase comes much later when I actually hear what it is that they have to say. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're intelligent or if they're small-minded or, you know, I need to understand what kind of individual they are. Because then, once I understand, then the attraction comes in. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to a heart and mind, um, I I listen to my heart, but I move with my head, if that makes sense. So... If if something happens and my heart is involved, then I'll be like, oh, well, you know, you get all feelings and emotional and, and whatnot. But then I use my head to think realistically. There's, I have never had a point ever so far where, actually, no, that's a lie. There has been one instance where I used my heart and I thought with my heart instead of thinking with my head. Mm-hmm. And then since that experience, I've only... Uh, since then I only um, I felt with my heart but then I used my reasoning and my realistic like expectations to not not numb down the rose colored type feelings but I I do use my head a lot when it comes to uh, romantic interests because mm-hmm. um, you know giving your giving your heart to someone is it's scary (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. very scary it needs a lot of trust exactly you need a lot of trust and you know sometimes there's people you can trust other people's you can't and um as it like that's that's it isn't it like some people turn out to be toxic other people turn out to be mature and some people turn out to be just fine it's just that maybe there's just nothing there for you anymore that sadly that's how it is sometimes i feel like um I usually first impressions are important for me as well, um, mm. but I see more um, of the personality and you know mm-hmm. the way they talk or um, yeah. some habits, and then I just you know you scale up. But then sometimes I feel like maybe we are um, we adore or we are in love with the person that we're imagining they are they might mm-hmm. become of but not the person that they are mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like yeah like uh, like the fantasy person that you've written in your mind yeah yeah oh goodness that's half <laughs> that happens i think with everyone i don't think just with romantic interests i think mm-hmm. that happens also with friendships mm-hmm. where you um you have like a, a fantasy version of the person mm-hmm. it's and, more like um, an imaginary bit that we mm-hmm. um build or construct to make us feel better oh uh, feel better about ourselves and also that person because we feel like oh my god we have so much connection but probably it's just mm-hmm. that one thing that persuades you and your mind fills yes. in the rest yeah no that's true mm. that's that's usually what happens that's why it's very important to really get to know a person 
before anything especially you know, you know with cell phones and um computer oh, online dating yeah. right um mm. i saw this quote where i feel like it'd be maybe some reference to my relationship advice i saw i just <laughs> saw it online and it said mm-hmm. it says um don't don't date whatever um branding they're making out of themselves but date their reality like you need to mm-hmm actually get to know mm-hmm. this person in real life and not through like text because she could yeah. he he or she could be texting uh you know a few people at the same time with the same kind of tone mm-hmm. you know yeah and it's also when talking about reality and and not there's also this issue of um for example i've encountered this a lot in like friendships mm-hmm and 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 relationships let's put like quotations on that on that word um because uh, for example you and i had a very close friend mm-hmm. and for privacy sake let's just call him joe and when he was with us in high school we were like we were a trio mm-hmm. you him and i and we were you know the greatest like greatest friends <laughs> pretty much inseparable the three musketeers <laughs> the three musketeers <laughs> oh my goodness and like we have really good memories of us three being together when we were all together in the uk i should specify mm-hmm. and then when we left like we all did our own life we we spread unfortunately and because of long distance one like joe i believe had to go back abroad and I remained here in the UK, and I believe Liz, you also stayed here for a bit, didn't mm-hmm. you? Because you started university, exactly. And so you you still stayed in the UK, and then Joe kind that like he changed into a different person. And this is the thing: when people are abroad, when people go back to their to their home country, or their I have noticed in my yeah their their old lives, their own lives. I mean, this is what I've experienced. Mm-hmm is that when people go back abroad to their own countries, to the, back to their lives, they do change. Or, they, um, or maybe they become the, back to the person they were. Yeah, exactly. And um, for us, they change because we don't know that person. At least uh, for me, sadly, like I know Joe as the funny, like fun-loving type person, mm-hmm. you know, um, that we knew here. Then abroad, uh, well, I mean, it, he changed for me anyway, and uh, he became someone different. And so that's not the first time that I that I've experienced that um, with friendships and relationships in general. Because, and this is a thing for me: if you really want to get to know a person who lives abroad, go abroad so that you can understand their lifestyle a bit more and see the real them. Mm-hmm. Because the person that was here with you in the uk wasn't the same person that is back in their home country in their home country for example if i went back to my home country i don't live there i don't have an education there like my whole education and my life is here in the uk but say if i were to go abroad and visit my family i i would act differently of course because it's a different situation different members of the family and whatnot but exactly exactly um but my point my point is, is that if there is a long distance relationship or friendship or any type of relationship in general, go to the person's uh, 
country and stay there for a bit and marinate there to kind of get a sense of who they really are. Because with you, they could easily lie and tell you something like, oh, like I'm a, you know, I, I have a great house, you know, my family love me and whatnot. And then they go back home and it turns out that they have a gambling addiction. <laughs> uh, Is this the best you know, example we got with? Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not from my experience. Like, I don't know. I, I'm getting the point where where you're I, coming from, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, that that's kind of my point. But like, thankfully, Liz, like when you when you moved from the UK and and back in Hong Kong, um, you, you really haven't changed, <laughs> honest. And I was really scared that you I'm would. I'm trying to keep it real. Like, I've been trying to yeah. keep it real the whole time so I don't feel like I have to really hide um not like everything but like maybe some secrets but you know I I'm keeping it real because there's nothing to lie about people people will judge you even if you you know you're not acting out yourself or even if you're acting out yourself so I don't feel like it really limitates what I can do either way you know yeah yeah uh, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I hear you. Yeah. Completely. But I feel like sometimes yeah. we get you know we get lost in relationships or like friendships where um, mm. we fall down this rabbit hole. Be like, why why has this person changed? You know, we lose ourselves in this relationship, thinking that we might be at yeah. fault. Like sometimes yeah. <laughs> I feel like back in the day when um I was younger, I've always felt like I need to I need to get back to everyone's calls because I felt like that was the purpose. Like I I wanted everyone around me to be happy and stuff. But then when I'm not thinking my own needs and I'm only like trying to f- fulfill everyone's expectations, mm-hmm. um, you start to lose a bit of yourself in every relationship, and it doesn't. It feels mm-hmm. weird because. If you stop committing or stop doing something that they thought was you, they'd be why you know Lizzie is becoming another person or um, I don't know if that's the right word, but we're not. I'm not trying to when I'm tr- not trying to please them. Like I'm just being myself. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. when they feel like oh you've changed, but deep down you you know very well that it's just you trying to play along the game or like play along yeah. the relationship. So you feel like you're still part of them or you're still friends or in a relationship with them, you know? Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's that's also quite... Like, I'm not saying because of... Like, I'm saying because it, it is... It, these are things that many people don't talk about, you know? These these are things that people just expect you to roll with mm-hmm. in when, when it comes to human interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't really talk about the nitty-gritty um, issues that people feel or face so I'm very happy that we're talking about this right now mm-hmm. um, I do believe that many people that we as humans we are bound to do that eventually at some point where we lose ourselves in in a relationship um, in a friendship I think that friendship breakups are worse than romantic breakups at least with your friends you know, you don't have that honeymoon phase with your friends where it's all, oh my god, I love you, friend, I love you too. Like, it's it's kind of been real from the start. Mm-hmm. A good friend of mine, um, she's from Italy, mm-hmm. 
uh, I met her, goodness me, two, three years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's been real from the start with her. You know, like she's been like no, no bullshit, no, no lies, no games. Like she's been real from the start. And I feel that it's harder to, I think it's harder to deal with a loss of a friend than a loss of a romantic partner because... They might have gone through you, a lot you, with well, you instead of your romantic yeah. partner. Yeah, I mean, I've this is how I've always visualized things when it comes to friendships and, and partners is that with a partner, um, like you will always learn how to love again. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that, yeah, you will miss that person for a little bit, but... Or for a lot, it depends. But I mean, what remains are the memories of the person, and um, that's that's how it's always going to be. But but with a friendship, you've been through a lot. Like I can't tell you how many things I've been up to in Liverpool mm -hmm. with my friends, and like how many crazy adventures we've had, and how much fun we've had. And if I were to lose one of my friends right now, I would be even more devastated than than losing a partner because. As I said, you can learn how to love again, but with a friend, I feel, in my opinion, for me, it's it's completely different. Mm -hmm. um, it feels like because... But yeah, you do tend um, to lose yourself. Romantic relationships often start off shallow. So maybe oh, yeah. that's why, like, <laughs> unless you know, you've known this person and then you fall in love, then that might be another situation. But I, I, I yeah. understand where it's coming from. Um yeah. yeah, how do you feel about that? Mm, like, do you have any experiences? Well, I feel... I can't say uh, friendship or um, relationships hurt more if I leave one mm. of them because I don't have that much experience. But mm -hmm. I feel really sad if I lose a friend, like a close friend. Um, I mean, yeah. friends come and go, but like, you know, mm -hmm. close friends, they really understand you deep down. Yeah. Um, you guys have yeah. been through together because most of my close friends probably i do know them for like two years plus um so mm -hmm. we've been through a lot together um mm -hmm. so i can't imagine myself actually losing a friend like unless it's on a really bad circumstance which i have mm -hmm. um had the experience where i couldn't read really, i can't really disclose that much but it was more like a really yeah. petty fight over something that um i feel it's it's okay to leave the argument out, but then that person thinks it's really important. Like, you have to agree mm -hmm. or side with them or this friendship is over. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, no. I feel like... like the ultimatum exactly. type friendship. I feel th despite um, different perspectives or different types of feedback, um, because mm -hmm. I believe most of your friends or best friends are sincere. Like, when from the start, like, they... Mm -hmm. why why would I lie to you at the first place like there's nothing to lie about like I'm not trying to get mm -hmm. you to become my friend it's more like it's a very natural process when you make a friend yeah um yeah, yeah so yeah, I feel like even if I hurt you deep down I would apologize but it's more like because I didn't side with you or because um of because of some commentary that you thought I wasn't siding with you or I'm just being blunt hurt your feelings I can apologize mm -hmm. for that but not when I'm just mm -hmm. in my stance and it's not anything personal yeah no of course exactly so yeah that that's the thing with with relationships so 
Well, I, I read this thing about friendships is that the reason why you fight with your friends, like say if you have a really bad fight with one of your mm-hmm. friends, the reason why that happens, I read, and this is like, this is not word for word, this is like a kind of like a summary, mm-hmm. is that it's a bit like a relationship, it is a relationship being with your friend, um, because you, usually the fights, the most common fights stem from very, little things like misunderstandings and you fight like the fight becomes like big it escalates because you don't um communicate uh well and because you think like say you and I had a fight like we've known each other for a very long time Mm -hmm. and so I would assume that you know what I'm thinking Mm -hmm. and I would assume that you know how I'm feeling because you you've been my friend for a long Mm -hmm. time and vice versa and the reasons why I've read why friends fight, so, their fight escalates so much is because they don't communicate how they're actually feeling, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Just like in any relationship, uh, you're supposed to tell the person, hey, listen, this happened, this made me feel like this. How can we, what can we do to resolve the issue? Um, you yeah. know? But in a, in a fight situation, because you've been friends for so long, I think it, you assume that you know each it other. It could be like, possibly it, it, your personality as well, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm kind of the avoidant type. Like, I don't like to get in fights. So, um, when <laughs> I'm about yeah. to get into one, I try to yeah. skive every argument yeah. I can possibly have. Yeah. Um, unless it's really upfront, then that's when I, I'm being, like, super honest to yeah. text back or, like, to talk to that person. Because I feel if I leave it unresolved, then that's it you know for a relationship in any way yeah that's that's the thing um always try and resolve your issues people always as fast as you can because I used to be the type of person who would fight a lot Mm -hmm. and then I would like it's not that recently actually I've been doing this for around like two years now where when you understand your um the person that you're having a fight with when you understand their mentality then you need to you need to be the bigger person. You need to be intelligent, and you need to find a way around around things so that they can understand why it is that this situation happened. Mm-hmm. For example, if they're very if they're very childish mm-hmm. and they just won't listen to any reason that you're giving them as to why you're upset or why the fight happened or this that and the other, then in that situation you just need to just stop completely and let them and let them just brew in their anger for a little bit until they've calmed down and then go back to them and calmly explain because if they're angry and you're trying to explain and they're not listening nothing is happening the fight will escalate and escalate and escalate because one person isn't that be the more like um what's the word um the what's the other word for the opposite word oh yeah for aggressive like yeah yeah like peaceful like you're kind of more of the peace yeah I'm more like um oh I know the word I'm trying to think about it too (laughs) oh it's so hard to think about the word um I'm sure it will come to us Ah, eventually I'm I'm kind of an assertive person like Mm. I sometimes I I shoulder off some fights like I try not to get mingled you know and stuff but then sometimes it's not the best way um it might actually make that person more angry because mm-hmm. I'm leaving it, it unsolved. Yeah, it it really just depends on the individual. For example, if there if I'm having a like if I misunderstood something and I get 
agitated over a situation, I would rather the person tell me up front mm-hmm. what I misunderstood. If I misunderstood something, I would like them to, to tell me what it is that I misunderstood mm-hmm. or to tell me what it is that they've been going through in order for them to react in a certain way and how that made me feel and how, and that's why I reacted. You know, it's all about, it's all about communication. And in the end, we're all human. We, we will always react. And we'll things, always make mistakes you know? and stuff, you know. Of course, that's part of <laughs> that's part of learning, you know, and that's that's it. But going really, really fast to when you said that uh, we lose ourselves in a relationship, yes, and you tend to forget a lot about yourself and your own needs, and it's really important to establish boundaries and distance, mm-hmm. um, because if you're constantly on the phone to the other person, then that can uh, that can create more friction in relationships. Um, like general relationships you know even with family so oh yeah it definitely with family like you also need to here's the thing with family you also need to establish uh boundaries with them you know at an early age mm-hmm. to let them know like when you need your own time when you need your own space and some families don't even need <laughs> like boundary placements because they already know what type of person you are remind me about asian sense, households but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah but definitely like it's it, that's just it isn't it like i i feel like i always end every comment with that's life that's it and that's how we learn <laughs> if you're yeah. willing to resolve sometimes it's easier to do than think you know yeah, it takes two people to tango. It takes two people to want to resolve a situation. Yeah. Establish mm-hmm. um, some boundaries. Like, are you free to talk? If you're free, um, do you have the mental capacity for today to hear me rant? Or we're going to send emojis just to tell the other you know, person if we're feeling a bit shit. So we could, you know, okay, today's not yeah. the day. We could do it another day, you know, kind of thing. So boundaries... I do yeah. agree that boundaries are really important. With ev- yeah, with every relationship as well. Yeah, I I tend to do that also with my girlfriend from uh, Italy as an example again. She um, she and I text uh, once in a while, you know, I mean, we do have our lives to get on with. Um, but when I do text her to either rant or just to check up on her, I'm like, hey, you still alive? <laughs> so, like, I do like a mi- we we do have a bit of a mix of banter and like affection because that that's how we communicate and we do ask each other whether we're busy or not if they've had a long day if so then we can talk another time but you know i i find myself very lucky in friendships because my friends are really great friends i don't have many as you know liz i'm a very you're a qualitative person (laughs) (laughs) but my friends that I do have are, you know, like, I'm very grateful to have the friends that I have because they, these are the type of friends who would leave everything and come to you straight away. If, you know, when I went through a certain situation, most of my friends were like, okay, stay there. Actually, when I had my tendonitis that I still have, which doesn't allow me to walk anywhere because I damaged my knee, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to do anything. And my girlfriend from Italy was like, okay, I'm coming to you. Just, I'll, I'll be there. I'll come, I'll come see you, right? But then then 
my uh, my area went into lockdown, so nobody was able to get in or out. Mm. And so I uh, I do the thing where now it's kind of a reverse Uno card, and I'm like, okay, you know what, guys, I'm coming to you. Just Aww. wait, and I'm coming to you once the second lockdown finishes. <laughs> and like also with you, Liz, I need to go and and see you. I need to travel and, and yes, see you. Definitely. Like we've already spoken about this like a while, but once everything finishes, I swear <laughs> I'm coming to see you. <laughs> you joking? I would love to have a new view of life that would be really nice and i do agree yeah <laughs> i do agree that it's important to like support yourself and actually surround yourself mm-hmm. with supportive and understanding people yeah yeah i'm really glad you've made really good friends that could support you over the really tough times and you know yeah here for you and obviously and obviously vice versa like i care i love dearly i love my friends very dearly and i would very happily do the same for them mm-hmm. you know i would happily listen to them whenever they need and actually fun thing most of them will listen to this podcast <laughs> so this is an this. indirect message <laughs> too much love so, here <laughs> in too much love but in any case no like um I, I really do care for my friends and they know that they can they can trust me with whatever whatever they say will never come out you know like what what happened in vegas stays in vegas type situation that's it those are the type of friends that you need exactly you do pandemic was both a blessing and a curse because you uh this is gonna i'm gonna try and phrase this as nicely as i possibly can in the day-to-day life you kind of go on this um this cycle you know and when you have your partner there it's like your partner is part of the cycle Mm -hmm. and then you don't you tend to not notice things as much as you would Mm -hmm. uh because you're you know you wake up you get you shower have breakfast go to work and then come home and watch Netflix and go to sleep, you know, and your partner is part of this, of the cycle. So you don't, you tend not to notice these things as much because you're busy, because you're away from each other, then you come back and et cetera, et cetera. But during this pandemic, what I've noticed is that the basis of the breakups of many relationships is, has been the fact that many people realize who it is that they are living with slash in love with Mm -hmm. and um you know like maybe you thought you were with your prince charming and then turns out that prince charming isn't charming at all is actually a liar a very (laughs) exactly is a liar Uh, and so that's where like the disillusionment comes in um and i think that covid has has allowed for many people to see that um because then you know with with covid some partners stay in the same household uh, sometimes they disperse but in the end you spend a lot more time contemplating things covid has allowed many people to sit down and think Mm -hmm. it definitely has relationship a lot um of our lives like lifestyles and our personal relationships like i i can't say it's um you know there's always two sides of a coin but like i Mm -hmm. have spent so much time with myself this year Mm -hmm. you know and then i just decided to start this podcast um i've started to talk or connect back with my friends which i wouldn't be able to have that time because i probably get graduated um you know job hunting life routines Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like you know there's always um things to reflect on 
during this time or this situation yeah yeah and then you you realize what it is that you want and who or what is good enough for you and when it comes to heartbreak um you realize many things about uh, the person that you thought you loved mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's um it's not like you know i mean with my friends for example i have lost a couple of friends during this covid situation and i've also had my own things to deal with but by far when it comes to the friendship things as i mentioned before friendship breakups really hurt a lot uh i've lost many of my friends because i thought that they were you know um more mature than i than i thought because they were a little bit older mm-hmm. turns out that they were very immature and that they had underlining uh, issues that you know I can't help with because I'm not um I'm I, I'm not to that standard of uh, I'm not sure if that makes sense like for example you know when a friend really needs you but they need you for a specific reason for help and you can't mm-hmm. like sadly you you can't help them in, in that situation because you just you either don't know how to handle it or you're just you just have never been in that mm-hmm. situation before but I've lost many friends for many different reasons you, sometimes you don't have yes, to try to fix all, anyone because it's their situation no it's their no problem, right but you know yeah, try to listen just listen and that helps a lot as well yeah i have i have i have mm-hmm. i listen but um you know i mean when it comes to heartbreaks i've oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah there's this one situation <laughs> how can i forget liz you know about the situation when it comes to heartbreaks Yes, um, this is on friendship heartbreaks, by the way. Um, one of the, one of our friends, one of our, one of our friends came back after two years of not hearing from from him after like this is joe that we're Mm -hmm. talking about by the way and um after two years of no contacting he he resurfaced uh, because of like covid and everyone's getting back in contact with everyone i suppose so he resurfaced and um wanted to be friends again my initial thought was no because uh of a certain situation that he and i had it was a very bad fight where he said some very 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 awful things and we're not going to disclose very awful offensive we we will not no no we definitely will not disclose but um said some very offensive things and so my initial thought was no and then i thought to myself maybe he's changed and this is where everyone is going to roll their eyes and sigh and be like oh my god girl that he doesn't change of course of course i knew that in my gut that he had not changed but i wanted to believe that he had so joe and i end up messaging to see what the situation is like and guess what uh after two messages (laughs) guess what (laughs) He, he had not changed at all like he remained the same uh, person that he was before like in the negative sense and after two messages two messages two texts like and then i thought to myself oh okay so then i kindly declined the the friendship request i kindly told him that sadly um you know friendships come and go as you said Liz and I told him that perhaps in a different life at a different time maybe but absolutely not now because I do not I I have um a very low tolerance for for people who say things Mm. right certain things but even more of a low like I'm very picky with my friends and if you say something that is not only offensive but downright wrong you you and I just cannot we cannot rekindle because my respect for you gone. has gone mm-hmm. completely and you can't stand this so person, I told probably. him that you know yeah I mean 
I never hated this individual ever. I never hated uh, Joe at all. But um, what makes me dislike people is their rudeness and their incapability to think with their heads. So uh, I told him no. And that didn't go very well. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um but you know i mean it's better to leave a liar and a narcissistic individual kind than you know than gain him or her as a friend because you don't want to get stirred into they really stuff again and drama like unnecessary drama might i add and narcissistic people are very good at that this concludes our fourth episode of the lizzie's a jet podcast I admire Lola for her courage in being so brave in love, saying that it is harder to recover friendships, moments, or memories while it's in love, you can restart and learn to fall in love again. Meaning you are able to bid goodbye and let go of past relationships and mistakes and fall in love with someone new. I have always treasured friendship relationships over romantic relationships, perhaps because the closest friends around me have shared so much important memories and moments. Though there may be some unpleasant encounters in relationships with people, we need to learn how to surround ourselves with supportive people, establish boundaries and burn bridges to keep the distance if you have to. I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode. Go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and go subscribe to The Legit through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. We'll continue this conversation next week. P.S. Send us your submissions on Instagram. Good night.